If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the studio. It's another glorious day here in Atlanta. My gosh, in the last couple of weeks as we've chatted, the leaves have sprouted and the studio has taken on this whole new hue of springtime color and light and it's just spectacular. I take a lot of inspiration from that. As you know, I am Lindy Chafin Start. I am the owner and creative director here at Unstoppable Start Studios and I get to sit here in this office and enjoy nature and enjoy my creative space with my fairy lights and my heater going, even though <laughs> the air conditioner should be on. Uh, life is good, and I feel totally blessed and grateful that you all are here. Um, we're talking today about some fun things. Do you remember that? Um, oh, my goodness. It was... Abbott and Costello that did Who's on First, What's on Second, I don't know who's on Third. I, if if you're my age, this might take you back a minute um, to a time that was much simpler and wrought with hilarity, much like marketing can be. <laughs> but um, today's about social media strategy and how seriously... <clears throat> It's no joke. Abbott and Costello weren't sure who was on first or what was on second, and they sure didn't know about third, but you need to know who makes up, who is in all of these places so that you can create a successful plan, strategy, to get the home plate, to get that lead, to get that sale that conversion. So here we sit. It's Wednesday. And I'm going to share, like I always do at the top of the show, a little bit of personal. Um, over the last few weeks, I've, I've told you all about my new friend, Max, who I imagine is tuned in right now. Um, Max was over today to talk business, among other things. And we were discussing his social media strategy. Now, understand, Max is a lingerie salesman. Think Fredericks, but for girls like me with curves, right? He knows what he likes. He knows there's a niche for what he likes, for what he likes. And his product is spot on. It is very appealing and very attractive. His fabrics are great. His fits are flattering. He has a good eye. So it's not just what he wants, but I think he has a way to get into the mind of a woman and share with her what would make her feel sexy, right? So we were talking a little bit about his strategy, and his ads look good. 
they're appealing. They're um, flattering. They are not demeaning in any way. I like his ads a lot. His message is good. He's got his niche targeted, but he's working within um, social media that he's familiar with. Not that women are familiar with, but what he's familiar with. So he's been doing a lot of his social media mentions on Twitter if he has a sale. He has done some Facebook marketing, but he's not consistent necessarily. He's done some ads, but not, you know, not brand building. And he's done a little bit of LinkedIn to try to get the attention of vendors who might want to pick up his line, shops and such, such that might want to pick up a, a line of fantastically sexy, comfortable lingerie for women with curves. Okay, it's a niche. We know this. So, so I just had to sit and listen to him for a while, talk about where he's uh, putting his ads, and and we talked a little bit about the lingerie and other things. And it got me thinking about this show today. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. <laughs> that was such a great skit. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Is we want you to know from the get-go, you hear me tapping my papers because I've got my research in front of me. Um, we want you to know where your product, we want you to be able to think around this, where your product's going to fit, how often you need to hit these targets, forgive the pun, um, and how to move forward with a solid social media strategy. Now, we've already talked about where all of this starts, right? Here, you're going to get your unstoppable start. So where does all of this start? Starts with your your initial planning, knowing your audience. Who is your audience? Create that audience profile. You might have varying ages. You might have varying de demographic information. Start with those audience profiles. Put them up. Frame them. Make them special and unique. So you can sit in your audience, in your boardroom, or in your bedroom or walk down your hallway and see that your customers have faces. They have names. They have likes. They have dislikes. They have fears. They have objections to your product. Before they even know your product exists, they have objections. We talked about it last week. Lauren's story. When we backed in, or whenever it was, we backed into an audience profile. Lauren takes Latuta for bipolar depression. She has an objection about that product before the doctor even recommends it. And what are her objections? Price, side effects. What does the marketer do? They make sure that they cover an offer that includes free prescriptions or low to no call prescriptions. And they name all of the side effects of it. <clears throat> Transparency. 
it's key. So Mags and I had this conversation and we started kind of talking through the different social media outlets and talking through the different ways to reach your targets. Like I said, ads are pretty good, messages pretty good, right? I mean, we can do a little tweaking based on where it's going. But let's take a look at the different social media outlets. And granted, this information, it's, it's damn near impossible to get information up to the minute <clears throat> and it be accurate. So this is all data that's been processed, reviewed, re-reviewed, put into reports and lovely bar graphs. Um, but it goes back to 2017. You get the idea. It takes a minute. So let's take a look at Snapchat. Snapchat, cutesy little app you have on your phone. It has filters and stories. And, you know, there's all the stuff you can do with Snapchat. But if you were going to advertise lingerie, would you use Snapchat? Hmm. I kind of don't know that I want my 11-year-old, 17-year-old, <laughs> even 20-year-old picking up a phone and seeing a story with sexy women's lingerie for women with curves. Hmm. I don't want to filter with this cute little bralette that she can snap over her bathing suit and make her look, you know, perfect, right? I don't, Snapchat's not the place, right? So Snapchat, as you've gathered by my, by, <laughs> by my words, 60% of Snapchat users in the U.S. are under the age of 24. Now, that doesn't make it a bad thing. It just makes it maybe not the right medium for this particular product. It might be the perfect medium for your product, and here's why. At the time of this report, there were more than 100 million users consuming 30 minutes of content every single day. 100 million users, 30 minutes of content, every single day. So if you're targeting millennials, then Snapchat is for you. Hmm. Especially if you're working with really unique video content, <clears throat> releasing behind the scenes footage, new collections of things. Like this might be a great fit for um, Definitely is a great fit for a cause-related product line. We've talked about Tom's before. Um, there are many out there. It's definitely one to consider for the millennials, okay? Um, Facebook, totally different animal. And I know you've heard, if you have kids, you've heard them say, oh, Facebook's for old people. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, no, it's not really. <clears throat> Here are the stats. American women and men between the ages of 25 and 54 make up 32 and 29% of Facebook users, respectively. Okay, women 32%, men 29% between the ages of 25 and 54. This definitely seems like a better fit for Max and his sexy lingerie, right? 
Only 9% of users are between the ages of 18 and 24. So not a spot on place to reach younger millennials. <clears throat> I mean, it's still important if you have um, customers in that age range. There's nothing wrong with creating a business page that's targeted specifically for them if you have a product that fits their need, desire, want. Right. But create something specific to them. Create messaging that's specific to them. This larger grouping, the 25 to 54, especially I think in the lingerie category, um, I think you can be a little bit broader with that. I think you can target that entire group, men on one side, women on another, obvious reasons, different messaging. Right? But 25 and 54. So Facebook is a great place for a product like this. Now, I say that to say, do not just do advertising. Hence the create a page specifically for this, create a page specifically for that, have various and sundry landing pages, have, you don't have to have the website with every bit of information about your company or your product. It's important to have, you want to have a calling card, but when it comes to getting someone's attention, making sure that message resonates, you want to have a landing page specific to them, specific to what they would be looking for, down to the URL. You want to make sure that that URL is built on words that they are using to search. You want to make sure your meta tags, your heading tags, built on words they use to search so you're easily found. And with billions upon billions of pieces of information on the internet, you have to be really smart and strategic with your SEO. There's a show on that. Check the archives. <laughs> All right. So Facebook is definitely still in the game. Don't think otherwise. Um, it is uh, pretty good value when it comes to your advertising dollar. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk more about social media programs. We're going to take a quick break. Instagram is up next. So you're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, Hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. 
Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Lindy Chafin Start. This is Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking about who's on first, what's on second, and I don't know who's on third, but we're trying to figure it out so you can develop a pretty solid social media strategy. Or at least the basis of a strategy. Social media goes a lot deeper than what we're talking about today. But this will give you some tips and ideas of where to post, how often to post, how to target, and all of that fun stuff. So uh, before we went to break, we were talking about social media platforms, and we talked about Snapchat being sort of ideal for those under the age of 24. Up next was Facebook, and Facebook has a great broad target, 25 to 54 men and women. Um <clears throat> an interesting statistic before we move on about Facebook. 44% of users check Facebook several times per day. So your advertising or posts have more opportunity to show up. Bear that in mind. So moving on, Instagram is next with 500 million users on the app. 59% of those check the app every single day. It has insane amounts of reach. <clears throat> Y'all forgive me for clearing my throat. It's allergy season in Atlanta, so welcome. Oh, um, let's see. 500 million users on the app on Instagram. I'm going to repeat this real quick. 59% of those checking the app every single day. Um it has insane amounts of reach. Now, Instagram and Facebook, you know, they've now Instagram's like keeping pace. They've got this algorithm thing going on, so it's not chronological anymore how you see their posts. But that's okay. That's okay. It's still important for this particular 500 million users. Um, let's see. I would be willing to bet that a great majority of those are women, or it might be split, kind of like Facebook, 32-29, more like, meh, 54-46, right? Um, lots of girls and a broad array of ages <clears throat> on Instagram. Everybody loved beautiful picture. That's what Instagram started out being. Right, it was about sharing your life through images. Twitter was about sharing your life through snippets. 
Vimeo's about sharing things through tiny little videos. <laughs> All right. Next up is Pinterest. No oh boy, Pinterest. That's for our girls, right? 42% of women online are Pinterest users. 42%. I know I am. Pinterest is my go-to. Um, it gets a little tiring sometimes, but I think it's it's becoming a bit saturated at this point. I, uh, just like I wish Google would figure out a way to archive stuff. I kind of wish the social media platforms had a way to archive stuff. You know, still have it accessible, but maybe not front and center. You know what I mean? Maybe someday. I think there's just going to be too much information floating around eventually. They're going to have to do something. But Anyway, so 42% of women online are Pinterest users. 34% of those users are between the ages of 18 and 29. I wonder why. Have you seen all the slime videos? <laughs> um, let's see. 28% of those women are between the ages of 30 and 49. So with 28%, do you think that gives you a large enough reach for your lingerie sales, Max? Should you be using Pinterest? I think yes. I also think because the reach to women as young as 18 exist that you might consider mm, going a little lighter on the sex appeal and flaunting the fabrics and the fit and opening up your sleepwear line for Pinterest. It's just a thought out of respect to those young girls. Right. All right. So here's one that's going to get you. This is something to think about. Um, I have this chart in front of me that shares the number one share of product on Pinterest is clothing and apparel. 39%. Next is jewelry and handbags. Oh, there are those leather purses. Art, art supplies and hobbies. Wonder why that is. Now, y'all have to stop and think. If people are creating videos and creating blogs, they're monetizing these things. So if you see a link to something that is for sale, it is because they get a share of it. Pinterest is the perfect place to put these things because they show you this fabulous video tutorial and then they tell you where to get the products. Smart. Right? Right. Okay. Next is Home and Garden with 18%. And it just goes down from there. Health and beauty, footwear, flowers, food, drinks. Baby gear, not big on baby gear. Entertainment, not big on entertainment. I mean, we've got the Amazons of the world. Why go to Pinterest for things like that, right? So, mind you, this landscape among the social media providers in the world changes constantly. Algorithms change. Desires change. Something new and hip will happen on one platform and bring back a different demographic. 
It just depends on the day. Social media is a fickle, fickle friend. Not going to lie. So you kind of have to stay on top of it. Um, but this kind of gives you the broad strokes. If we were talking about selling lingerie or if you want to put your product into this, figure out where it fits space. Um if you're selling lingerie, we know, slice your product right on in here, you get a better idea. Where does your product need to go? Where do you need to be putting your effort? Um, next, I want to share some interesting things. This is fun. Um, <clears throat> so you have these social media outlets. I'm not going to talk about Snapchat and a couple of these, but you'll get the idea. When's the best time to post there to reach your target? I mean, just organic posts. I'm not talking about advertising because advertising runs 24-7 unless you tell it not to. Okay. But to post, to share, to ask your followers to share, when is the best time to post on, say, Facebook? Well, here you go. Thursday and Friday between 1 and 3. Now, mind you, Facebook is one of those things. They give you kind of a broad, and then they give you a pretty specific. So, all in all, Facebook pretty much any time between meh, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Monday through Friday, I think people get out and adventure on the weekends. I really do think that they, people use social media to get away from work. <laughs> so, so yeah, to um, to think about the ten to four Monday through Friday is pretty funny, but but the best times to post on Facebook as the weekend comes closer, people are looking for things that excite them. Thursday and Friday between one and three. Instagram. This is fascinating. Monday between 3 and 4 p.m. Why is that? It's a very, very good question, but companies have figured that out. And a lot of them choose to post on Instagram at that time because it creates this flurry of activity that helps their brands reach more people. Isn't it fascinating? Pinterest is another funny one. Saturdays between 8 and 11 p.m. Not a.m. Saturday, 8 and 11 p.m. You would think people would be out on dates or doing something with the family. Now, they've settled in for movie night and really don't want to see what's on the boob tube, so let's tune into Pinterest instead. Maybe we can find something cool to do in the garden on Sunday. It's kind of a fun thought, right? And lastly, but not leastly, I don't know who's on third. Monday to Friday, 12 to 6 p.m., so noon to 6 p.m., is Twitter's favorite time. Now, let's talk about Twitter for a second. 
Twitter was meant to be X number of characters. Remember, it started out, it was something ridiculous. Christine, you might remember. Christine, producer Christine, is having me here today. Um, Twitter was, what, 44 characters when it first started? It was like, hey, how you doing? At so-and-so, how you doing? <laughs> 40, thank you. Um, it was It was ridiculous. But it was just a space to check in. You could ping somebody, kind of like you do on IM. You just ping them at so-and-so. Check out the link. And you could even shorten your link right there. Twitter. It's taken on more of a video imagery advertising space now, like everything has. Businesses have figured out how to use this. But again, you have to be really careful with how you use social media. They're inundated, all of them are inundated with advertising that goes nowhere. It's the same as the email marketing. You get one message, two messages, three, me okay, Wayfair, knock it off. I don't need to get six emails from you every day. I don't want that. I know I signed up to get stuff, but I only wanted one thing. I don't need to know what goes on sale every 20 minutes. I don't care. I don't have time to empty out my inbox with that. And the social media channels are the same way. So I'm going to beg you at this point. I'm going to beg you to stop and think about what you're doing and how you're creating brand presence. Make it relevant. Make yourself an expert. Share pieces of you on the back end. I know we're talking about lingerie. Forgive the pun. Share snippets of your life, of your business, of your colleagues, of your clients, of everything that goes on. Share positive reviews. Share how you handled negative reviews. Let people bring the problems to you in front of everyone and help them solve those problems in front of everyone using your social media. All right. I think it's time to take a quick break. Um, you are listening to Lindy Chafin Start on Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we come back, we'll continue to talk social media. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Uh -oh. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. 
You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. You are listening to Lindy Chavin Start on Unstoppable. This is the Inspired Choices Network, and oh boy, Christine and I are just here on the back end giggling <laughs> about our sweet lingerie uh, salesman. Anyway, I want to invite you all before we continue on our little journey here on social media. Uh, to feel free to pick up the phone. I would love to chat with you about your challenges, be them in social media, branding, uh, marketing altogether, what might be going on with your website, your needs. Um, I offer a half-hour consultation that is totally on me if you just want to have a conversation. And if I can help you or point you in the right direction, I am happy to do it. You just give me a shout. Uh, my website is... Uh, www.unstoppablestart.com. There's a lovely little contact form down at the bottom, and I'd love to hear from you. Or log into the chat room or give us a call here at Inspired Choices Network, and I'm happy to have a conversation with you right here on the show. All right, now moving on. A little bit more of the fun. uh, Make a note of this. When, when and how to post on social media. So how often should you post on social media? Ugh. This can get a little tedious. Um, so bear with. But you'll, you'll start to see. Remember we kind of talked about why things were created and all of that. So we're going to look at some of our favorites. Twitter. Twitter, remember, snippets started at 30 characters. Is up beyond that now and they've moved into capturing people's attention with video and imagery, but still, it's a great way to check in with people, and it's a great way for people to check in with you. How often should you post on Twitter? Three times a day is considered low. Did you just gulp? I don't blame you. I mean, the term social media manager... (laughs) Creating this position within an organization, it happened for a reason, and this is why. The suggested amount of tweets per day is 15. That's a lot of tweets. Does it work? It does. Gets you out there, keeps you in front of your audience. Of course it does. What's high? 30's high. Like, you really got to be finding your friends. Maybe, Maybe you're going back and forth with a customer. Or a couple of customers. 30s high. <clears throat> All right, LinkedIn. Here's a good one. Um, two times a week is way low. Once a day. Okay, people, this is LinkedIn. This is networking. One suggested. One is also high, but one is suggested. Crazy, right? All right. Facebook. Hmm. Again, this is something to think about. 
And this makes sense. If you think about the audience on Facebook, what it's used for, three times a week, too low. Once a day, pretty perfect. It's pretty perfect, right? Once a day, that's not too much. Twice a day is a little excessive. It's interesting that that one more is considered high, right? Instagram, this is tight. Once a day is low. Once to twice a day is suggested. Three is considered high on Instagram. Like, what else are you doing with your life besides taking pictures? Seriously. No, I mean it. <laughs> and then Pinterest. Oh, boy. Remember we talked about how many users were on Pinterest? That was kind of crazy, right? That was the... Um, oh, let me find my stats here. Oh, Pinterest. Goodness. 42% of women online are Pinterest users. 34% those are between the ages of 18 29. 28% are between 30 and 49. So, how many times should you post on Pinterest each day? Three is considered low. low. You heard those words. Low. 11. <laughs> are you sitting down? 11 is what's suggested for Pinterest. That kind of makes me want to stretch my jaw. Like, that brings a lot of stress right there. <laughs> Not a chance, Christine does. 30 is considered high. Holy hell, what else are you doing with your life if you have time to put 30 pens on Pinterest? I mean, please. So... Now, granted, you can repin things. I get it. You can create your little boards and repin stuff in that. Give it a couple of hours, and you can come up with 30 pins you, you're willing to repin. <laughs> a day? Golly, folks, come on. There's a life to be lived. It's right outside that window. Go do it. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now we've talked about all this fun stuff, but here's the question. How do you get people's attention? Now, every platform was created differently. They are not all created equally. We've talked about that. Snippets. Let's drop a little hint. Drop a hook. You hear me snapping? Twitter, you can drop a hook. Drop a sale. You can reach out to somebody specifically and say, hey, at so-and-so, could you share this with your followers? You do all sorts of things. Um, you can do the same thing in your social media with snippets of stuff as you can in a blog post. You don't have to have a website with a blog post unless, or with a blog unless you want to. You can capture people's attention the exact same way. And we've kind of talked about this with our messaging previously in ways that you craft your message. Do you have a product that can help a person solve a problem if you can't outline that for them? 
to get people's attention, you go back to that customer profile. You see them up on the wall, office, boardroom, hallway, bedroom, whatever. These are your friends. These are your clients. These are the people that you want to talk to every day if you're going to sell your product. What are their pain points? We're going to go back to Lauren and her need to take Latuda with her bipolar depression for just a second. What are her pain points? She doesn't want to miss out on life. She does not want to alienate her daughter. She wants to have a life with her husband. She wants to be happy. She's so terrified of not being happy because this disease is controlling her. So how do you speak to those pain points? Well, in the commercial, they did it brilliantly. They showed Lauren having a conversation with a camera. They showed Lauren in her life prior to taking this pill. In her life prior to taking this pill touched on every single pain point. She was covering up her canvases because she did not have it in her to paint. She was turning her daughter away because she did not have it in her to play with her daughter, craft with her daughter, create with her daughter. Her husband looked on brokenhearted. You could see it in his eyes. And you knew it affected her. But what her struggle was, was trying to reconcile whether what was going through her head, I need to go get online and buy six crockpots, seven different cameras, oh wait, I need a new car. Let me go do that. <laughs> I'm not jabbing at the um I am not jabbing at the disease. The disease is a nightmare and I feel for anybody who has it has to deal with it. But the marketers for Latuda figured out how to touch on those pain points and they did it visually. They showed you the problem visually. And then they changed course. And they talked about how their pill could solve your problem. Right? How can my product solve your problem? This is how. What does your life look like on the other side of taking this pill? Wow, I feel so much better. I am so much happier. I realized there were side effects. The marketers are going to tell you about that in about two seconds. But I feel better. My life changed. I could go back to teaching art. I could engage with my daughter. I could hug my husband. I could play with the dog. I could have a life and be happy. They touched on those pain points. And you want to do the same thing. You want to give people what they desire. What do they desire? A solution to their problem. What is that solution? That solution is your product. All right. We are going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about creative ways to express how your product is going to fix their problem. 
You're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Unstoppable and Inspired Choices Network. And this is your host, Lindy Chafin-Start. All right. So we've been talking about social media outlets. We've been talking about what times and how frequently to post on these outlets, who you're going to reach by posting on these outlets, what they were meant to do. So now we're talking about getting people's attention. And we've kind of gone back to Lauren our um, example from the Latuda commercial. <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Latuda. And we're going to talk about ways that you can get someone's attention. How do you solve their problem problem with your product, right? So let's just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best because a lot of these are like Mad Libs. Um, but I'm going to use my best lingerie examples. Um, here's a good one. The top seven ways to solve bra bulge. Now, that's a problem that a lot of us deal with. So, and it's right there up front. It's very transparent. We're helping you solve the stuff that drives you crazy. Bra bulge, back fat. <laughs> Those little parts that stick out underneath your arms. Us girls, we can't stand it. Guys don't care. Right? Um, so here are the top seven ways to resolve that with this lovely lingerie line. There you go. Um, hmm. The best solution ever for. What's a good fill in the blank for lingerie there? For. Thick thighs. How to create the perfect, I'm going to say evening here. How to create the perfect evening. Let's set the, set the stage with some candles, some music, flowers, and a beautiful teddy and a thong. That's what goes through our heads. What do guys need? A naked woman, beer, and pizza. And they're good. 
this is the one thing you need to change about. You think these things are going to get people's attention? This is the one thing you need to change. About what? What's pain point? What is your audience member's pain point? What is going to drive them to make that change? This is the one thing you need to change about your bipolar depression. This is the one thing you need to change about your underwear. This is the one thing you need to change about your morning routine. Drink some coffee, eat some empanadas. There are others, fun, fun Mad Libs, um, top number of ideas to supercharge your product. Insert your product. How to own blank like a pro. Number of easy fixes to fill in that blank too. These are simple things you can do in under 10 minutes too. Let it relate to your product and let it relate to your audience member's pain point. Those pain points are the emotions, the drivers. So when I say start with the audience profiles, this is how you're going to know how to reach your ideal client, your ideal prospect. Know what their pain points are and speak to those with these fabulous, catchy, phrases that get their attention. How to do blank and blank easy steps. So can Max sell his lingerie using these phrases? Absolutely. All right. Last but not least, hashtags. Oh, this is important. Um, hashtags are those things. You know, the literal hashtag, the pound sign. Um, Grown-ups, we, we do it to drive the kids crazy with our fingers and say, like, <laughs> hashtag love and life. <laughs> hashtag kids. <laughs> hashtag proud mom. I do that to my kid all the time. She hates it. She thinks I'm wacky. I am. I don't care. Um, but it's important to remember that hashtags can get you in front of people that you wouldn't otherwise necessarily get in front of. People people tune into hashtags. So um, my one caveat here is if you're going to use a hashtag, be sure to search up that hashtag and make sure that it does speak to what you want to promote. If it doesn't, steer clear of it. You're just going to piss people off. Okay, but I'm going to throw out a few little hashtags here just to give you an idea. Um, a few lifestyle hashtags. Work from anywhere. Living the life I love. Fashionista. Trendsetter. Design your life. Set your own hours. These are all lifestyle hashtags. 
some inspirational hashtags you might appreciate. Monday motivation. I bet that reaches quite a few people. Instagood. Instagood. Where would that be used? Does it ring a bell? Dream big. Never stop. Keep going. Endless possibilities. All just reek of inspiration. <laughs> I got this. Business-related hashtags. And again, be sure to tune in and make sure that these hashtags are speaking to what you are trying to promote. Social media marketer. Direct sales, network marketing, podcast, leadership, success, mompreneur, small business, biz tips, blogger, mom biz, work from home life, online business, empower women, build your tribe, business owner, hustle hard. Inspired choices is another great hashtag if you're interested. Use it, use it well, use it wisely. It'll speak to a number of people. And then the funny ones. Hashtag LOL. <laughs> if I did that, it would be hashtag lol for my kid. Um, hashtag humor, funny, belly laugh, mom humor, funny moments. Hashtags can get you in front of people that you wouldn't otherwise get in front of. All right. Speaking of being in front of people, I am done with my time today, folks, but I am so glad you were here with me. I feel so grateful and so blessed. Until next week, be unstoppable. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business. Until then, be unstoppable.